Welcome to the Doubles Only Tennis Podcast, where you learn the best doubles strategies to improve your game and win more matches. I'm your host, Will Bocek. This podcast, my website, and my weekly newsletter all focus on the goal of better understanding the sport of doubles and helping players like you improve faster through actionable advice that you can use in your very next match. My goal is to provide the best doubles strategy resources in the world. And to do that, I study, analyze, and work with players at every level of the game, all the way up to the ATP and WTA tours. If you enjoy this podcast, I've created double strategy products that go even deeper if you want to take your doubles knowledge to the next level. At the end of this episode, I'll explain more about them, or if you want to learn more now, go to thetennistribe.com slash products. Here's today's episode. Today, I'm going to talk about how to use depth to win in doubles. This is part seven in our eight-part series on double strategy. I haven't done one of these in a while because we had two uh, interviews with Austin Krychek, um, the world's number one ATP doubles player, and then his coach, uh, which I released last week, Phil Farmer. Uh, I highly recommend, if you're a club-level player listening to the episode with Phil Farmer, he Um, has such a good way of articulating strategies and tactics uh, and mindset um, really in a way that only world-class coaches can. And he does work with club-level players. So I highly recommend that episode if you didn't listen to it already. Um, But uh, like I said, this is episode six in the eight-part series. If you missed the first six, we'll list those out in the show notes for this one. Uh, They were on time, movement, position, pace, spin and height. And then in a future episode will be the final uh, part eight in this series on direction. But today, like I said, we're going to talk about how to use depth to win on the doubles court. Uh, But before I get to that, a couple of quick announcements. So the 25 winning doubles tactics uh, video course will be launching June 26th. I've pushed it back twice already. I'm hoping to not have to do that again but I've been super busy uh, watching probably way too much Wimbledon uh, and then um, traveling a bit uh, and getting ready for uh, Prime Day, which is yesterday and today on Amazon. And then I think Tennis Warehouse is running sales all week long for Prime Day. Um, If you do want to support the podcast, since we don't have any ads, we don't make any money on the podcast, uh, you can shop through our link to Tennis Warehouse, um, and I'll link to that in the show notes. Uh, You can also find it on our Instagram story from yesterday. We posted it on July 11th. And if you shop through that link, we get a small uh, percentage of any sales um, and no extra cost to you. So we do appreciate that. But um, like I said, the course will be launching June 26th. Uh, We have, um, we're going to have over 50 videos in the course. So there will be videos of me with a whiteboard kind of illustrating, um, positioning and movement on the court for each tactic, and then also videos of the actual tactic being executed. Um, And I'm going to be kind of illustrating over the court there as well. So I've got videos of pro doubles players executing each one of the 25 tactics. So I think it's going to be really good for um, especially a lot of you who maybe have purchased the eBooks, but you've also requested more video content. Um, I think you're going to really enjoy it a lot. But Anyways, uh, without further delay, let's get into this episode. So we're talking about depth. 
So what does depth do for us on the doubles court? So if we hit the ball deep, it pushes the opponent back. If we hit the ball short, it brings the opponent forward. Hitting the ball deep creates time for yourself. So if you're at the baseline, you hit it deep. Um, We're talking about where the ball lands. If it lands close to the baseline, uh, you're going to have more time between that shot and your next shot. If you hit the ball short and pull the opponent forward, that ball is going to get back to you quicker. You're not going to have as much time. So that's what we're talking about when we're talking about depth. And I want to go through why it's so important in each area of our doubles game. So the first thing I want to talk about is serving. So depth is actually a pretty underrated uh, tactic or strategy in terms of serving. So especially on second serves, depth is really, really important. So if you have a second serve that's really weak uh, and you you have opponents who, who crush your second serve or maybe your partner's second serve is weak and you get crushed at the net, um, have you, yourself or your partner do this drill that I learned uh, from Craig O'Shaughnessy. So you create lines in the service box that are two racket lengths inside the service line. And you want to practice second serves that go past those lines. So you're essentially trying to get your second serve to land in the back six feet of the service box. And what that's going to do is it's going to not allow the opponent to step forward as much and it's not going to allow them to to easily kind of rip that return and put you on defense. Um, so second serve depth is a really, really important uh, thing to work on. Another time I like to focus on serve depth is against any player who crowds the service box. So I'm sure you've probably all played a player like this uh, who likes to step forward. They take the return really early. They take time away from your partner at the net so they can't poach. They take time away from you so that you have trouble on your serve plus one shot. Uh, And what I find works best against these players is to hit a body serve that lands deep in the box. So I'm typically hitting a slice or a kick serve that lands deep in the box. And because it's landing deep in the box, they're having to take it on the short hop and they it forces a lot more return errors uh, when they're doing that. So focusing on serve depth is really, really important. In terms of returns, uh, it's all about what the server is doing. So if the player is serving and staying back, returning with depth is great. If the player is serving and volleying, then you want that return to land a little bit shorter. Um, If you're going to hit a lob down the line, for example, obviously you want to focus on depth with that. Uh, With a chip and charge, you might uh, hit that one a little bit shorter to try to bring the server forward. Um, If the Uh, server is more comfortable at the baseline, that's another good opportunity to bring them forward. So return depth is going to vary based on the the server's uh, tendencies, their strategy, um, and their strengths. But think about mostly whether they serve in volley or serve and stay back, and then hit the appropriate depth accordingly. I would focus more on depth than I would on pace with your returns. So if you're able to hit a deep return to a server who serves and stays back, that's going to be more effective than hitting a really hard return that lands around the service line. Uh, Most players are going to have more trouble with that deep return, and it's going to allow your partner at the net to poach more easily 
And another thing is it's going to allow you to return and volley if you're going to do that. Um, so that brings me to rally strategy. So with rally strategy, like I said, with the returns, deep balls are going to be better to come forward on simply because you're going to have more time to get forward. If you hit a forehand that lands at the service line, the opponent can then step inside the baseline to hit that next ball. And then you're as you're moving forward, if you're approaching the net, uh, that ball is going to get back to you quicker. You're going to be hitting an awkward half volley around the service line or sometimes even further back than that. But if you are able to hit a good deep ball and then come in behind it, you're going to have more time to get forward and you're able to hit that first shot from inside the service line. Another thing that is uh, that helps a lot with the uh, deeper rally balls is they're better to poach on. So the uh, your partner at the net is going to have more time to react to the volley. So let's say I'm poaching on the return. You hit the ball and it lands at the service line and I poach. I'm not going to have as much time to react because that ball is not traveling very far. If you hit a really deep return and they hit uh, their serve plus one at me, I'm going to have plenty of time to react because that ball is traveling a lot further. So I'm able to hit a much uh, easier volley from that position. Um, another thing to think about is you're going to have more time to cover the line. So if your partner does poach and you have to cross to cover the line and the opponent's hitting from back behind the baseline, you're going to have more time to get over there to cover that shot versus if they're hitting from inside the service line and they go down the line, you're just not going to be able to get there. So depth is key anytime you're in that sort of cross-court rally or returning against someone who serves and stays back. Um, On approach shots, depth is usually going to be best. I like to approach deep to the backhand through the middle is ideal. Um, But sometimes if an opponent has really good ground strokes uh, and they're able to hit passing shots or force volley errors, sometimes you can hit a short shot, um, maybe a chip or angle it off the court. Um, It kind of depends on uh, the opponent there, but usually depth is going to be best at the club level. Uh, And then with lobs, of course, uh, as well as any defensive shot, really, you want to focus on depth, um, really to buy yourself more time to get back into the point. Um, The one time I will say it can be best to, to hit short is when you're at the net on your volleys. So I talked about this a little bit last week with Philip Farmer, Uh, coach of Austin Krychek, and he mentioned that the game at the pro level has changed a lot. So they used to focus on deep volleys through the middle, but now they're hitting a lot more short volleys because players are so good from the baseline. And I think that's true at the club level as well. Um, A lot of players are really comfortable at the baseline uh, hitting lobs or, or hitting forehands. And instead, what you can do once you get to the net is hit a little bit of a shorter volley, especially if you can angle it off the court. And that's going to force them to come forward and hit kind of a scoop shot where they have to lift the ball up. And that's a lot more difficult shot to lob off of. It's a lot more difficult shot to hit a passing shot off of. And you can close the net um, in kind of a staggered formation is what I'd recommend, where one of you closes the net, the other one stays back to cover the cover the lob a little bit more uh, to finish the point off. So a lot of your volleys uh, landing short is going to be okay um, as long as they're not floating and the opponent doesn't have an easy high 
um, approach shot to kind of um, hit for a passing shot or hit at you to force an error. Um, with other volleys, uh, typically it's going to be defensive volleys. Um, you can go back deep to reset the point. So if I'm, say, poaching on a, uh, a return when my partner is serving and the opponent hits a really good return right at me, it's low over the net, maybe it's in my backhand volley, a lot of times what I'm going to do is hit a just solid deep volley right back at the returner to reset the point because I was looking for a high volley on the poach. I was looking for something that was easy to to put away or maybe to hit at the opposing net player. But in that case, they hit a good return and I'm going to give them that. I'm not going to go for too much. and I'm just going to reset the point by hitting a defensive volley back deep in the court to the baseline player to reset. So that's a good time um, on those defensive volleys to focus on depth. But on more offensive or even some neutral volleys, if the baseline player is particularly good back there and they're comfortable back there, a lot of times leaving it short can be better. So like I said, this was going to be a short episode. Um, Hopefully this helped you think about uh, using depth in your own game and kind of practicing some of these shots, um, especially second serves, I think is, is particularly useful. Um, if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me, will at the tennistribe.com, and I will talk to you next week with a new episode. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Doubles Only Podcast. If you're interested in diving deeper into any topics I discuss, I've created double strategy products that allow me to bring you more podcasts and other doubles content without relying on paid ads. I have ebooks and courses that help you make better strategic decisions during matches and become the smartest player on the court. Go to thetennistribe.com slash products to learn more. You can also join my free weekly double strategy newsletter that includes video lessons and more on our homepage. If you want to connect, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or email me directly, will at thetennistribe.com.